episode number four. I can't believe we made it this far. Happy, yeah, I know. Happy Mother's Day. We have a, a Mother's Day guest on today. The most Mother's Day thing possible. Three dudes. <laughs> believe it or not, I am a mother. So I really appreciate the well wishes. Thank you for your service. This is the man that all mothers love. The one and only Crooked Shorts. Yeah. Crush. Crush. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know about all mothers loving me. Um, <laughs> well, they love me at first. And then they get to know me. And then they're like, oh my God. Yeah. I am I am a that's problem. How, that's how it is with me. They're like, oh my God, why are you dating this loser? I saw him dress up as a girl and picket R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, the, the videos that I make don't necessarily go over well. Like, I'm really good at meeting parents in person and getting them to like you and, like, being respectful and saying all the right things. But uh, you can't really say, talk your way out of, like, you know, wearing fake boobs and a, and a <laughs> fucking wig and running around. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was on you for uh, for dancing in the road and stopping traffic. Like these are poor decision making, you know, red flags. <laughs> it's fine. We all, I wouldn't say all. I mean, I'm in the same boat, so I get it. Yeah. I was showing Anthony a bunch of your a bunch of your videos last week. I was like, here, let, let me let me show you a little bit of of who's gonna be on. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's good there's stuff, a lot man. to choose from. I, ho- I hope you picked uh, some good ones. I picked some of my favorites, like the Harry Potter one, um, the Family Guy one. Was oh, cool. yeah? You like that one? I like that one, yeah. That one stressed me out so much. Like, the, the guy is the real Peter Griffin. Like, he's he's sort of a celebrity. No yeah, that's that was the first thing I said. I was like, oh, he knows that guy. <laughs> yeah, I got really lucky. It's crazy. This This... Uh, this guy who happened to follow my channel just randomly said, I was looking for a Peter Griffin actor. And he was like, oh, well, you know, the famous one, uh, I happen to be his manager. And I was like, fuck, really? <laughs> I've known the dude forever. So I was just like, oh, sick, hook it up. Uh, yeah, so That's we got awesome. Uh, so just for a little background, you want to tell everybody how you got started? Yeah, sure. Um, I've always sort of done, uh, you know, performing like stage stuff. I, I started in bands and I like did tours and I just love playing like metal music um, or really anything just so that I could be on stage and dance and be a fool and all that. Um, and then I went for theater uh, and I like did a couple plays and um, I wanted to get a degree. So I transferred those credits to graphic design. And I, I learned about that in illustration. And so uh, when I went out of college, I sent this total Hail Mary email to College Humor. Um, this dude called Well Tanner, who was like the illustrator for them. And I was like, hey, uh, I just got out of college. Uh, you want to let me draw articles for you and stuff? And um, he said yes. Like he, like the only person that's ever returned an email and um yeah it was pretty cool they taught me how to really like turn an idea into a script and how to cut that crap back and make it really you know work and um they really like i would think an idea was genius and they'd nail me to the freaking floor and, um but yeah eventually that sort of fell through so i started making videos and i did vine and now i'm on tiktok and i make like anywhere from 10 seconds to one minute sketches you know parodies anything 
Yeah, man, that's one thing I noticed. Like, some of mine, well, like, the last one I did was probably one of the longest ones I did. But, like, sometimes I get worried because of how long my are. Because, like, you're actually one person that, like, you know, I try to compare myself to as far as, like, is this good? Um, Because, like, I enjoy all your all your skits, man. So, like, I, I definitely noticed, like, yours are a lot shorter than, like what I do. So like sometimes I get nervous about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I kind of fall apart sometimes when it gets to longer sketches, I've certainly done them and had them be cool, but um, I really honed my sketch skills on vine and there you just have to sort of set up punchline, you know, it's gotta be super quick. Yeah. You don't really have a choice there. But what I've, what I've also found is like, even if I'm writing short sketches or long sketches, I tend to overdo the dialogue and all the stuff that's going on in the script. Um, but because I am a musician and, and I've done this sort of thing for a while, like I create a flow and I take out so much garbage that by the time it comes to the final thing, it's this very structured, simple joke that makes people laugh. But like a company hired me to write scripts for them and they, they, the, the editor must not have known what he was doing because they just filmed it word for word and put it like if they, they were just terrible without like me, like that sucks. Don't use that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I have to do my own material because I can't put it in someone else's hands and hope that it's still funny. You know? Yeah. I get worried about that kind of stuff too. Like, you know, I, I pretty much edit my own stuff and, and, you're and good. like, you know, I, I've seen I've seen like that most recent video, like I said, was so cool because um, you really paid attention to the backdrop and it was really colorful and big, bold letters and it was busy enough um, and it still contrasted you. And I guess you had you were somewhere where they had good lighting. So um, like you had like backlight and uh, key light and all that stuff. And it really just jumped out as this like hilarious character that you can watch and it doesn't really matter what they say, um, but you still structured it in a way. So what you said was relevant and funny. And like, I thought it was great. You're definitely freaking getting there, man. It wasn't a character. That's just me. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. I mean, (laughs) one of my terrible characters has some element of me. (laughs) Like it has to. 100%. Like whenever I was, man, when I was younger and I was just a a full-blown psychopath, um, I used to buy whole scripts of Adderall and just eat them. Like they were Skittles and just do do Sudoku puzzles and random shit, art and stuff, (laughs) like just random, random stuff, just super concentrated and a little bit crazy. I was was prescribed Adderall, so I guess I never really... um, Oh, it wasn't fun for you then. <laughs> I I guess I like, you know, because when I was young, they would like pull me out of class uh, to do like ADHD tests where some woman would write on a board consequences and have me like, like list them and stuff like just, you know, I was, I guess I was someone that, you know, always wanted to raise my hand and always wanted to talk and stuff like that. I guess I definitely had ADHD, but <laughs> So I just got really pissed off at that process. So I wasn't going to start overdoing a drug that they forced me to be on, you know? I I was like, fuck you, recreational Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, now, I wasn't prescribed, so it affected me a little bit differently. I just... Yeah. Ooh. It, was, it wasn't good. It, like, in all reality, it wasn't good, you know, but... Yeah. I did it anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, like, you always... They say chasing the dragon because you get this incredible experience and, um, you know, it, like, you feel good finally and you feel focused and you feel like you want to do something and then you can never get that back ever and you have to take twice as many each time and it just you go down a rabbit hole where you're like all i want is this like you know hour of being able to do what i can you know yeah that was like in red like looking back i'm like wow how how what an awful way to live you know what i mean yeah crazy yeah i i i know a bit about the uh the addict fucking lifestyle. So, um, yeah, but, uh, I had to, I had to like go to rehab at one point, like in 2012, that was before I did anything or got my life together at all. And so I, I, I guess I have to be satisfied with normal human because like, you know, if I try and push it or see any, you know, like I can smoke weed, but, um, other than that, I got to chill because I'll just like, I, you know, I want to feel that way all the time. I don't know why. Yeah, man. I, sp- I spent my 22nd birthday in rehab, so. Oh, yeah? Haven't, uh, haven't, haven't looked back since, you know? So, like. I think it may have been the same. I spent a birthday in rehab. It may have been 22. I'm not sure. We have so much in common. Like, we've, we, we see all these crazy parallels. Like, <laughs> I know. You know what, man? I'm, like, super glad, like, sometimes, like, I went through what I went through in life because, like, I have a lot more patience, determination, like, things like that. Like, I'm like, yo, if I can do this, like, man, this is nothing, you know? That's that's how I always look at things. Like, I've been through some shit, but I'm better off, you know? Yeah, man. It, It builds something in you that other people don't have. Yeah. You need it. Like I always, I always say this, like, um, uh, with, with anything, like, uh, you see high school sweethearts getting, getting married. Right. And you have to think like, okay, so they didn't, they weren't in a relationship where they loved someone and that person cheated on them. And so they broke up and they had to, uh, learn how to find somebody that is really perfect. And, and, uh, in, in the way that they give as much as they ask for, and they are there for your needs, like you are for theirs. Um, these high school sweethearts have never been with anyone else. So they don't know, you know, what they really should um, be expecting in a partner or like what, what makes for a good long-term relationship. And like the same thing with uh, comedy sketches, you got to make some really crappy ones and see what people think about them before you can make any good ones because like you have to fall in order to learn how to like not fall anymore. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I look at some of my my old ones and I, I get kind of cringed out. Yeah, my thumbnails. Some of my old thumb like I I've been saying it for like months now. I need to go back and like redo like all my old thumbnails because like I'll look at them and I'm like it looks like a three year old made this. Like they just stuck <laughs> some some stickers up on a piece of paper or something. You're like the thumbnail king, though. That like that's your media. Like if you made <laughs> thumbnails for a living, <laughs> uh, that was just. It's just been within the past couple months, though, that I that I got better. Like I don't know what it was. Something just clicked. I'm like, I need to do something different. And 
I, I don't know, man. Just they jump now. I mean, like, I assume you you find a really great scene and you cut out the character and you put them over something that is relevant to the whole topic and you add a cool little header and it grabs people's attention and it's great. And like those little things make all the difference. Like, yeah, absolutely. You find that an old sketch that you've made is terrible, right? But then you add one reaction look or a stupid sign or something. And all of a sudden it's the best sketch ever. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And you know what I noticed too? I used to try and get real and like, I mean, I still believe in SEO search engine optimization for YouTube and stuff, but like, I feel like I was like way too focused on that instead of making a more attention grabbing, um, sort of title for it. Um, and like, I recently started trying to make those changes as well. Like stop focusing so much on like these weird keywords that are like gonna make it more findable as opposed to like you know what I just kind of want a jumpy title like people are gonna click on solving conspiracies on Adderall like (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) like over something else that I don't know yeah yeah, I do, uh, I used to um, in Vine like I would give away the punchline in the title because I thought that was the best part and like it would totally um, undermine the whole sketch and people wouldn't click on it. And if you just take a minute to like actually think about what grabs your attention when you're looking online and stuff like that, um, so many people don't have that. Uh, they don't they don't have that switch. They don't like you know when they when they try and create something or a drawing. They don't stop for five minutes and say, okay, when I'm online, what do I like to see? What do I click on? And if they do, sometimes they shock themselves and realize like the stuff you've been doing was stuff you would never click on yourself or never watch yourself. Exactly. I think that was one of the biggest changes. Yeah, exactly. And it also helps to have fun. Like um, if, if you're making something that you know for a fact enjoy, then you're having fun doing it. And that like people can sense that, that shit when they watch your videos, if you're having fun, they love it, you know? Yeah. I think too, that is something else I, I've learned like from this last one. I want to do more skits where like it's me, just, just like a more eccentric me. You know what I mean? Cause like, obviously I'm me, so I can play me very well. Just amp it up, and it just—I don't know. It was just a lot of fun to be like that. That's it. I think that's a genius approach. Like you—you you find some aspect of yourself that um, you can you can personally relate to. Like um, for me, I am always like I come up with inventions or ideas, and I immediately go out and I call all my friends and tell them the idea. And like you know, that's the new thing. I'm gonna make this. You know, and so if I want to come up with a character for a sketch that I'll get into and that everyone else will, I take that and I make it you know, much crazier than it is. You know, I go crazy with this one invention that I think is the best and I take it to the president's door and then I see a butterfly and I'm like, Oh, you know what would be cool? And I leave, you know, (laughs) it's, it's that sort of thing. You have fun, you make something that's relevant to you. And those are the ones that like click, you know, I like your portal gun invention. (laughs) 
I had to take that. I had to take that apart because I kind of stole my landlord's uh, uh, freaking spray nozzle or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he he's a gardener, so like he needs that. So. Oh my god! He's like, hey, uh, have you seen that uh, garden handle laying around here? Like, nah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I break out a portal gun. He's like, what the hell is that? Give <laughs> me back my hose, you asshole. <laughs> and where's my fucking rent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I am, like, scared now to finish watching My Hero Academia because I it has, there have been, like, heartbreaking moments, but... I've loved how like it's real, but it's also like uplifting and stuff. And unlike one punch man where they, it's like every second is this soul crushing. Oh, he does something amazing and nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> like this show is awesome. So if, if it's really going to break my heart, I'm, I'm scared. Listen, I got, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say it's like a broken heart, but like there's just a real intense emotional moment between um uh I haven't watched it in a while. What's his name? Deku uh, with All the, Might. Deku and uh um no well All Might also but uh The girl? Is it Baku? With the with the grenade sweat hands? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the dude he's always picking on. I don't on. know who you're talking Deku. about. Explosion, explodey murder man. Yeah, man. <laughs> There's a, there, cause you know, he always picks on him. Like he hates, uh, and, uh, there's just like a real crazy emotional moment. I, I'm not going to lie. I got pretty choked up. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. You just, you've just become my favorite character. I don't really care about, uh, Deku anymore. Yeah. Cause he was like, he's been a prick from the beginning. Like there wasn't even a redeeming childhood scene that was like this kid used to actually be nice you know there just from the second you see him he's this i'm better than you so fuck you like it's the most unredeeming character he kind of reminds me of vegeta who is like one of my all-time favorite anime characters so like but vegeta has like a soft spot like there's there are moments where you see that his investment is the well-being of his people and stuff like that. Like he wants to be the prince and all that, but Vegeta, you know, has these moments where like, yeah, he freaks out, but this dude <laughs> like, is like every, everything that someone says, like, no, you know, <laughs> it's exhausting. So I hope he learns a little bit. Um, well, I mean, no spoilers because you're not there yet, but you might see another side. Okay. I, I'm so glad. Like, uh, what, like season four or some shit? Like, <laughs> pretty close. Yeah. It's like at the end of season three, I want to say, maybe, or like midpoint season three. Yeah. Are you going to have to censor my cursing? Is that something? Like, no. we, we can go over any rules or anything. So, we're, we're too lazy for that. No, nah, man. There's no, there's not even any monetization yet. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, the, I think the best way to like build an audience before you have to censor yourself is to be a fucking, you know, yourself, I guess. At least. Man. And like, that's it too. Like, I don't even know, like, it's hard for me to censor myself. Like, like I just drop F-bombs 
like on the regular. So like, mm-hmm. it's hard for me. I just swear a lot. Yeah, me. I mean, me too. But um, I like to get creative with my swearing. I guess I can force myself not to, but um, yeah, I guess normally I do. But um, yeah, man, it's really uh, it's tough on YouTube if you don't have if you don't have monetization, they won't like you won't be seen by anyone. Man, it's a grind. Yeah. Like, I feel like every video, like, some videos net me a little bit more than others, but, like, typically I feel like anywhere from, like, one to four followers per video. Sometimes none, though. Like, you know, it's not everyone, but, like, it's just, like, a fucking grind, man. I feel like I'm playing Destiny, just, like, trying to get like top tier loot yeah yeah i mean it 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 used to be a place that uh was for the people and now it's a place to make money for the people who own it and um you know whatever there there are other apps out there i'm doing okay on tiktok but um you can't i mean do you think do you think sponsors i i've heard for a long time that Sponsors start considering people when they have 10,000 followers. Um, do you think they would sponsor videos on TikTok from people like that? Or is this too common? I want to say yes, that you may find people because, like, it could be anyone. You know what I mean? Um, and, like... You know, I don't know if you listen to, like, Gary Vee at all, but, like, he super promotes people. He's like, listen, you know, even if they have, you know, a moderate or smaller following, depending on what that demographic might be, that might be perfect for you. For for you to approach them with, like, some kind of brand deal content creation type thing. So, like... I think I need like just to create a trailer so that I can send a bunch of Hail Mary emails to a bunch of people and say, Hey, this is sort of the, a mix of all the crap that I've done. If you, you know, I mean, any success that I've ever had has been from, you know, sending some bullshit email that I never thought anyone would read. And they did. So like, you gotta just try. Yeah. I I'm kind of shitty at that. I don't really do that. I'm, I'm extremely shitty at that. (laughs) I'm good at, connecting with other content creators because I like to learn from everybody so I'm I'm like real good with like reach like if I like somebody I'm gonna message you and be like hey man like how are you doing I like your stuff whatever just strike up a conversation type thing yeah that's uh, that's like incredibly important you know networking and being cool with the people in your community because you never know when any of them have some small opportunity or whatever uh it's just like that sea of people that are all looking out for each other that builds us all up you know but like as far as brands or like anything like that like i'm not good with that i have a linkedin you know, I post stuff on there where, you know, like, hey, this is what I can do, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, some of my content just isn't, like, the greatest for LinkedIn either. So, well, I've done one brand deal, and it was for a psychedelic chemical research company. <laughs> I was on like I was on YouTube and I was seeing people do trip reports for like various things. 
And one of the people that did a trip report was mentioning this company. And I was like, oh, well, this guy doesn't have like that many followers. So I figured I would send them an email like, hey, I'll, I'll promote your stuff if you promote mine and uh, maybe send me something, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so they did. And I, uh, and I made this trippy video for them, which they loved and they put all over Reddit and stuff. And um, it was cool. Uh, but yeah, then um, I got an email from a security investigator woman saying that there were a string of fatalities linked to one of the things that this company sold out and they, you know, and you know, they wanted to know information like, okay, you promoted and you got paid by them and stuff. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm just a small time (laughs) asshole who uh, who was like, I'll make a video for you. If you post the video on other places, like it's as simple as that. I don't have any accounts for you. I don't know their names. Like, sorry, shit. You know, they just show up with the men in black show up at your fucking doorstep. <laughs> they asked me if I'd be willing to meet with local law enforcement and FBI. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. It's like, yeah, I'm like, I, I have a, I have a t- tendency to want to help like as much as possible. And in all of my encounters with law enforcement, they take advantage of that like crazy and end up screwing you over later so i'm just i'm like sorry i don't know anything i'm not gonna meet with the fbi good luck um yeah they never messaged me back like i kind of have this sneaking suspicion that the lady worked for the company like if the company wanted to test to see who of their promoters would be willing to rat them out or something wow you know wow that's pretty that's pretty crazy yeah it's either that or the FBI has just been secretly monitoring you. Like they're building a case or something. Yeah. Like, I'm going to refer to this podcast later on. And like subsection 1A, he says, yeah. what? Like, <laughs> That's crazy. I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I really, I don't know what to make of it, but I took out, I took out the little end on my thing that had their company name and, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, you're like, all right, well, let me just distance myself now. Yeah. I, I have a little list in my bio. It's like brand deals. Welcome, except for psychedelic chemical companies. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I think, um, I can't imagine that if it's real, that it had anything to do with psychedelics. Like, I think they may have made synthetic ketamine and shit like that, too. Uh, yeah, you know what? That fucking spice shit was messing people up there for a while. Like, I worked at a rehab um, down in Florida whenever I lived down there. It was bad down there, right? Like, Yeah, man. Well, that's what these kids would do because there wasn't a drug test for it yet. Right. So before there was a drug test for it, they could go and buy this spice at any gas station, pretty much. Every gas station was selling it and smoke it and like, you know, pass clean for drug tests. So like they were still able to get high and like, man, (laughs) I seen one guy though, right? He stripped down to his underwear, okay, and sat out on the curb and like 
the the um it was a halfway house and like it was like apartment buildings. He was sitting out there on the curb in his underwear, crying, rocking back and forth, talking about how we need to call his mom and everything like that. And I'm like, bro. Dude, yeah, that shit, that, that'll mess you. That's the stuff that, like, they ate faces and stuff. Like, yeah. made them trip, yeah. Um, yeah, the listen, bath salts. It's just getting interesting, but it's 101, and my dad just gave me the meeting room, so. No problem, man, no problem. Thank you for coming by. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, my pleasure. Can I, let's do this again sometime, okay? Yeah, man, absolutely. We're going to um have Mackenzie on next week, so. Oh, nice. I'll check it out, like, when you post it. Okay. All right, man. All right, see you later. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. <laughs> Good Bye. talking to you, man. Yeah, you too. All right. So. Part two. So, yeah. That was, uh, that was Crush. Cool guy. Yeah. He's great with, like, visual effects. Yeah. Effects and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, put his, uh, Put his channel link in the info for this one. I think I did it for last week's too. But um, if you want to go check out Crooked Shorts, you won't be disappointed. Pretty funny stuff. His shorts are pretty crooked. Pretty crooked. And pretty crushed up. You just got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to us, you know, the real. <laughs> The, the protagonist of reality. Yeah. Did you do anything fucking weird this week? No, man. I just I just sit in the house and work. Work tirelessly. Mm-hmm. I didn't really do much this week either. Whole bunch of bullshit, really. I got swamped at work. Oh, my fucking God. I wanted to claw my... Fucking eyes out, dude. That bad? Yeah, it was awful. So, uh, I don't know. I guess there was something wrong with the books or some shit at Walmart here in town. And oh, I okay. stock all the books. And basically, they made me redo everything. So, I was stuck there for like about 10 hours on Tuesday. Mm. Because it just takes such an unimaginable amount of time. Like, you have to replace every single tag. And, like, that's the longest Ooh. part. Yeah. And that's, like... and I worked for probably, like, at least seven hours before I even opened a box of books. Wow. And then... that It wasn't even done. So then I went in Wednesday for, like, another eight hours. And then Friday... I finished it up and it's still not done. The kids' books needs done. So, yeah, it was, it was just like non fucking stop. And then Giant Eagle was crazy busy Friday. I had to go there pick up the Shenango one for magazines and like, ugh, Mother's Day. Like everybody was out like grabbing stuff for Mother's Day and stuff, and like I just wanted to literally. Just like hang yourself. Yeah, I just wanted to go jump headfirst off the loading dock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's unbearable. And like people give you like the dirtiest looks. Like I want to be anywhere near them. Like I have to do my job though. Mm-hmm. There's no waiting. Like there's just a constant stream of people. I can't wait. Yeah. If I wait, I'll just be there all day. 
And I don't want to be in Giant Eagle all day. <laughs> Who would? Or Walmart, for that fucking matter. Walmart's even worse. It stinks in there. I went in there yesterday. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever seen Walmart that busy. There were lines all the way through the aisles, like, backed up into, the, into like, the clothes, into the aisles. Like, it was insanity. Hasn't been that packed since the mar- the, the wedding there. <laughs> you yeah. remember when people got married there? Did they get married at the one in town? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know the that. Newcastle Walmart. They got married. Oh, at New- my God. Yep. Congratulations. That's a... Why would you do that? I don't... I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if they met there because they worked there together or what. I would not want my wedding there. I don't know. Like the people that had their wedding at Taco Bell. That Taco I might Bell. consider. I love Taco Bell. N- not in not in town. No, no, no? not okay. in town. No. But I would consider it because I like Taco Bell. Yeah. I wonder if they would do it for free because I of would, the publicity. I would want one of those combo, you know, Taco Bell KFCs. <laughs> yeah. That way you can get some of them fucking chicken littles and some mashed potato yeah. bowls. Have a little southern southern hospitality and on one side and south of the border on the other. You break the wishbone together <laughs> for like a wedding treat and then she tosses <laughs> it. Whoever catches it gets married or chokes on it. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know, man. I, you know. I'd consider it. I feel like there's a good chance they would give you like a really good price or free because of the publicity. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like they're definitely going to do something for you. I mean, they probably don't have it priced out. It's not something they yeah. they get a lot of requests for. We should email them and see yeah. what they say. Just to see what they say. Just, just to see. Yeah. If we can get a wedding set up. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you have to like reach out to corporate or like if you just go into like a local a local one and like talk to the manager and they do it for you. I would th- I would probably go to the manager first. I feel like they would just think it's a joke. Not necess- not if you did it right. Like what if somebody seriously went in there like they were like just like so See, like happy. if it was like if it was like me and you that went in there they would probably <laughs> okay <laughs> this is a little suspect but if you got like the right girl who was who who could be taken seriously <laughs> you could do it you could pull it off I just want to see somebody go in there who's serious and like the manager just like starts laughing and like yeah. the girl just breaks down <laughs> and she's like this was my dream yeah. wedding I wanted to pull my ring out of a quesadilla <laughs> <laughs> you know, that makes me think I don't know why but I've been seeing um, on it's mainly on Twitter but they make memes out of them um, there'll be like some girl like bent over and like a piece of pizza or something there or like a pizza delivery or like whatever and she's like what do you, you, you want to eat first yeah which one you want to eat first and like the comment section <laughs> is the greatest thing in the world <laughs> like <laughs> what do you want to hear ruby you want to hear that i'll eat your ass 
ass first. Now my wife is crying beside me because you did this to me or something. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Like, I want to know what the fuck these people are posting that shit for anyway. Like, what do you mean? People go to some lengths for thirst traps. for fucking attention, man. Like, is... What do you want to hear? We know what you want to hear. Yeah. Like, come the fuck on. I saw one and I commented. It said, uh, I deliver your pizza. What you going to do? And I was like, give you my standard $5 tip and send you on your way. Eat my I'm fucking hung- pizza, Yeah, I'm bitch. fucking hungry. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking know you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fucking trust me, I seen the Domino's delivery guy. (laughs) Fuck out of here! (laughs) Unbelievable. You don't work at Domino's. Get out of here. Twitter, Twitter trash. Twitter trash. Twitter's a magical place, man. Twitter's wild. I get like almost no interaction on Twitter. It's hard. People are like insular. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they're, they have their friends. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's hard to make new friends on Twitter. It's weird. I love making friends, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, I've made some, don't get me wrong, but like- I've made a lot of friends over the years on Twitter. Shout out to all of them who are certainly not watching. <sighs> hey. But fucking- follow and talk to me (laughs) this is me saying that like i just want like somebody to like interact with me on there like i'll post maybe like one out of every 10 like or like some of my videos will get a little bit of love not as much love as they should though for sure Mm. like some of the ones that done good everywhere else like will just shit the bed on twitter and i'm like y'all are missing out it's it's i don't i don't know how to even describe it it's just a different beast it yeah, really is. Well, like, and it's one different from all the other ones. Like, the one thing too is like, if I think we talked about it um, whenever we did the skit this week, like, if one person has like a lot of followers that actually interact with them, like, mm-hmm. and he shares that, he or she shares that, like, chances are the other people are going to watch it just because they like that person, not yeah. because they like you. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful for the interaction that I do have on there, though. Yeah, it's all people that I really, really like. It's like you know, and talk to. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess that's all right. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I love Twitter. I love hate. There's a lot of bad about it too. But yeah, a lot of people don't know the wild shit on Twitter. Yeah, there's like straight up porn on Twitter. Yeah, like straight up fucking porn. Like, and that side of Twitter is just so fucking weird man yeah. the humor is like I don't know it's it's a lot different too like I make the mistake of like thinking Twitter humor plays on Facebook yeah, and yeah. it doesn't at all yeah like it's I don't know it's real it's real sarcastic and ironic and you try to do that on Facebook and it just goes over everyone's heads and they think you're being serious and maybe it's because like a majority of Facebook's just boomers yeah and they just have no idea what sarcasm is 
yeah, or satire just, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Gets me into trouble sometimes. <sighs> yeah, but me you, too. So it's like almost like two different worlds. I mean. Well, you know what? Maybe that's my biggest problem for Twitter. Maybe like I'm just not being contextual to the platform. Yeah. You know I've been I mean? on there for a long time, so it's like rotted my brain <laughs> completely. Like being contextual to a platform is super important. That's why my TikTok, I think, suffered there for a little bit. It wasn't very contextual. I was posting um, videos in landscape without at least trying to reformat it to a one by one and like the one by ones do okay or the you know full up and down yeah but like that landscape mode on on tiktok sucks so like nobody wants to watch that shit so like mm-hmm. i think that was an issue for a while but like yeah like there's you have to be a certain way because people are consuming content a certain way on each individual platform there's yeah and there's just different demographics of people and yeah everyone's different so and like i don't know i i try to be friends with everyone i don't really yeah. care who like that's how i am on there who too. you are it's so weird but like i said you know there's but i just people. gotta remember you know boomers are on one mostly and Ugh. facebook man facebook there's hardly any young people really on facebook anymore no you know what and, i mean they're all less on, and less all the time they're all on instagram tiktok twitter yeah like, i get like a lot of like super young kids they look at facebook as being for old people yeah like, they don't they're never on there yeah it's crazy yeah it is weird especially growing up with it yeah like, I re- like I remember because I didn't go to college, obviously. Yeah. So I couldn't get on Facebook until like 2008, 2009. <laughs> and I remember yeah, when they let they started letting people without college. I forgot that's what email it was addresses it. get on there, and that's it was like was exciting time. Yeah, I forgot that that's what it was at first too. That it was just mm-hmm. a college thing. Um, Facebook was so different back then. Oh, one hundred percent, man. Like, I wish I would have started stuff like this way back then because the organic reach when it first started, mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting how crazy you could post and just reach like almost anybody. Yeah. Like, it was unbelievable. And like, I really took that for granted. Then again, you know, I wasn't like doing uh, yeah. the best in life. So, like, yeah. Uh, Those days, I wasn't really thinking about that. No. Yeah. It's just, we were all in there like in. The most ridiculous fucking pages. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I look back, because, like, obviously, I've had mine forever, and, like, you can go back and look at all your, like, interests and likes, and, like, it's the most random shit in the world. I'm like, I don't fucking like like that. I like the page for fucking cheese. (laughs) Yeah, like... (laughs) I just like the most random shit in the world. And can this can this pickle get more fans than Nickelback? Uh, yeah, you remember? It? Oh, uh, I have uh, the same picture of um. Oh, what the hell's his name from the the one dude from Jurassic Park? Um, why Jeff Goldblum. Yes, the same picture of Jeff Goldblum every day, and literally, oh, it's I the same that. picture of Jeff Goldblum that. every day. I'm pretty sure it's still going yeah. today. Like that, whoever runs that is unbelievable. Early, early social media era, like content is just, it's just weird. Yeah, but like that's hilarious. Yeah, 
and like the fact that like the last time I checked was probably a year or two ago and it was still going. Mm. And then like there's also a person who comments on the picture every day with another picture of somebody else. I forget who it is. Um, But like, wow, what dedication. I know. Like those MySpace days too. MySpace days. MySpace days were uh, pretty, uh, pretty yeah. dope. Fucking set your own music and background and shit. It's where Dane Cook and Mia Khalifa, or not Mia Khalifa, uh, Tia Tequila. Tia Tequila. She blew up. Yeah. They. they I remember Wiz's MySpace days, man. It's still crazy to look think about. Like I remember, he was just some dude on MySpace who was kind of like popular in Pittsburgh, and yeah. Now look at him, he's an absolute fucking superstar. Yeah, fucking Wiz Khalifa, man, he fucking followed me on Bite. Oh um, yeah, I I saw that. I don't fucking use Bite though anymore. No. I used it for like a solid week, and like I don't know, it's just not the same. As like Vine Like I just I don't know what it was I just couldn't like Fully get into it mm-hmm. And it's only six seconds Yeah It's Kind of like Vine Yeah So like 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 I said with Crush Like I have a hard time With super short stuff like that mm-hmm. That's my stuff Like I can I, ch- I can slim it down to a minute If I have to Obviously Like TikTok uh, Instagram stuff like that you have like the minute limits other than IGTV I guess you can upload longer form mm-hmm. but like can't man I can't have six seconds no that's hard I feel like the ideas it's I an have art form. Are, people who are good at that are just wizards crash man he's good at that and all his are so short and like right to the point but like he was saying I'm sure it like makes you learn the most basic parts of comedy because well, <clears throat> that's all you have t- time for is boom 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 I will say like <clears throat> cause like I learned I started learning a little bit early on maybe like a quarter to halfway through uh, making videos and stuff like okay I need to start cutting out this bullshit like I kept trying to add everything mm-hmm. and like that's part of it man it's hard to cut out what you don't need like you really gotta fucking smack yourself and be like all right this is great but like do i need that in there yeah and that's that's a hard part um so like i learned how to do that and like i think more or less like i try and build onto that fact where like i can do a little bit longer now while still trying to keep it to the point and start to implement things that keep people's attention like the quick scenes making sure like each scene's only like six seconds or less like things like that are like important like you can't just have like the video just on you like the whole time like we do with the podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just different you know i mean some i'm some podcasts do like the cuts yeah but i don't know I mean, we kind of do, but yeah. like not because we we do it in chunks. But. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I I kind of follow. 
I try and follow like the lead of like some of the people that I watch also that are like like Trevor Wallace, Churdley's stuff like that where like theirs is also a little bit longer too. Yeah. So like I just enjoy that form maybe. I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. There's no wrong way to do it. Yeah, I so guess that's right. Whatever you're good at. It's like hella subject- subjective. I mean, Even like quality subjective. People will watch a two hour long comedy movie. What? Who cares if your skit's five minutes long? That's true. As long as it's. But I mean, I, no, I, I, like I get like people are just so. I don't know. Particularly. ADHD. Yeah. It's, it's hard to keep people's attention. Yeah. Especially online. And especially on like fucking TikTok, man. TikTok's hard. Like, I don't know what it is, man. They just, if you don't immediately grab attention on TikTok, like, within, like, the first second of your video, then, like, it's just, like, it's probably not going to go nowhere. The only people that are going to watch it are, like, people that, you're not going to get too many new people from it. You're going to get your usual people who are, Mm -hmm. you know, actual fans. So. Yeah. It's weird. TikTok's weird. I love TikTok though. I like uh I like the medium. Like good stuff comes out of TikTok. I'm not actually on there though. Yeah. I've, Obviously. I have it downloaded on my phone. I just man. and I get fucking notifications for it on all the time, but I I'm never actually I love on there. Other like smaller content creators. Like there's just so many great creators out there that just don't get enough attention like and like tiktok is like a place where like you really see that like these other app like world's greatest you see like so many fucking talented people doing all these amazing things that like they just don't get the notoriety for that they fucking should man yeah but at least, like, I know with TikTok, like, even whenever it's rough, like, I'm having a rough patch on TikTok, like, I'm still getting way more views on fucking TikTok than I am anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, that's it. Yeah. Like, it, it just reaches so many people. Like, even my shittier videos, like, if it doesn't do well, like I'm still landing like usually in the 600s you know what I mean like I'm not getting that 600 views anywhere else Mm. every once in a while other places world's greatest I've had a really I've had a few really good ones that took off they're in like the thousands and stuff um but like YouTube Facebook I had a couple winners YouTube there's there's I don't think there's one that's like over a thousand I don't even think there's one that's like 500 <laughs> it's mostly like two to five like two to three hundred I think 400 pooping at work has like 400 <laughs> 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 like that reach on TikTok is just great the this last skit that I did this week almost the 20,000 already oh wow I gotta check it again Cause like I like to reply to every single comment, man. So like I stay up with, you know, I'll see who I haven't commented to, back to, stuff like that. Cause I love that engagement. Mm-hmm. 
make a couple jokes, got a couple people to go to the YouTube and watch the full video, hopefully watching other things. Yeah. One thing I noticed, though, the browser version of YouTube Creator Studio wouldn't let me put in the cards or the end screen anymore on my phone. I don't know if I have to get on on my laptop. Yeah, I haven't checked on the laptop. But it wouldn't let me insert it, and, like, I'm pretty pissed about it. Dude, I can do it on the computer. Um... So maybe I just need to hop on the laptop. I was pissed because, you know, this video, last video did really good too. And I wasn't able to put any cards or anything up there. Yeah. Cards or end screen. So. Fuck you, YouTube, for that change. <laughs> Why would they? I just don't understand. I don't know, man. Like, everybody's always just changing their shit. Like. Constantly. It's just like, I can't keep up. And like, I'm getting too fucking old for this shit. I mean, I wouldn't mind if it didn't take those tools away from me. Like, I just don't understand what the reasoning was behind that. Unless I'm just not finding them. If they're there and maybe I'm just not finding them because it's hard in desktop mode on your phone. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, but like, you know, I got to work with what I got. Yeah. (laughs) So, fucking annoying. Yeah. Is that about I think we're about an hour Right close enough Yeah Well I guess that's uh, It's epi- another episode in the books Another episode motherfucking down First guest The Quattro With um Crosh Crosh Super thankful we stopped by Thanks Crosh Thanks for coming over um, and, to our little uh, powwow, virtual one, virtual powwow, and thanks for bearing with us while we, <laughs> while we kind of like stumbled through getting getting the Zoom call ready. Yeah, we had a little, little uh, not being prepared problem. Us? <laughs> yeah, me, never. <laughs> Both of us, <laughs> unprepared. But now, now we know. So for next week, we're gonna have the. Beautiful Mackenzie Jewel. He's the he's the young content creator in uh, Texas. Also uh, works for World's Greatest Videos, so he said that he would pop on next week. Sounds like party. Try and introduce people to a bunch of new people. And uh, yeah. So, it's about it, though. So, uh, I guess I uh, look forward to next week with uh, Mackenzie Jewel. Mackenzie Badenz. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. So, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Let's, let's fuck shit up. See y'all later. Happy Mother's Day and shit. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Moms everywhere. Every single one. Bye. I love you. I'd get you all stuff, but I'm broke. <laughs> yeah.